Wow. Wow. I I know we're going live here right after the game, but I'm going to need a minute. Michigan wins the Rose Bowl in overtime, 27 to 20 against Alabama. Wow. Live version of Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten Live. I am Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. If you are a regular everydayer, this is, of course, a special live version right after the Rose Bowl. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, of course, uh, and uh, FanDuel make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Michigan, Alabama, Rose Bowl, Alabama season is over. Michigan moves on to take the winner of Washington, Texas, which kicks off at the Sugar Bowl in just a few minutes if you're catching us live right now. We'll get into some other ones later on. Badgers and Hawkeyes had bowl games in the Big Ten earlier today, and we'll close it out with our tweets at the end. Be sure to subscribe, especially if you're brand new here. Subscribe and uh, join the club, man, and uh, follow um, Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest of this podcast every time it is released every single day, as soon as it becomes available. All right, uh, January 1st, Rose Bowl, great tradition. A lot on the line here, a college football playoff with the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, they beat Alabama 27-20 to 20 in overtime. Let's recap the game. Just going to go over it here slowly uh, in a chronological order, if you will. And if you're catching us here on YouTube, uh, the comment section is open. If you want to jump on, we will get to that uh, and read as many of your comments as possible as well. Start of the game, just another picture-perfect, beautiful day in Pasadena, California. And Alabama won the opening toss. They deferred. Michigan says in his little last second, uh, Jim Harbaugh, right in his last second interview before the start of the game, says this game, if it's, it's going to be one, it's going to be one in the trenches. And that was the case. And I'm going to, you know, I could fast forward all the way to that last play that Alabama ran in overtime. I didn't like it. If I'm an Alabama fan, I don't like it. Look, I know Milrow was having some success running and gashing Michigan's defense in the second half, but he ran right into the teeth of the middle of that big, beefy defensive line. That's not the play call I would have called if I was Alabama. Michigan stopped him cold right there. Let's go back to the beginning of the game. Speaking of cold, cold start uh, to get going right out at the uh, beginning of the game. Big break for Michigan. J.J. McCarthy throws what looked like an interception on the very first play of the game, but the Alabama defender had stepped out of bounds right before he caught the ball and did not reestablish himself on the sideline. So Michigan caught a big break, a redo there. They do go three and out and end up punting the ball. But then we got a good look at the Michigan defensive line early on. Jalen Milrow sacked on the first play. Their offensive line was a bit of an issue this year. The defensive line of Michigan is their strength. 
So he gets sacked a second time. Boom. One of six sacks, I think it was, on the night, or two of them now, right in that first drive, three and out. But then Michigan fumbles the punt. They muffed the punt. Alabama recovers it on the 44-yard line, and they turn that into their first opening drive. And uh, Milrow, the quarterback, sneak on a first down on a third down play. Jace McClellan, he was he had his moments tonight. He really did. Uh, got the touchdown after uh, they recovered from a low snap. And uh, Milrow uh, and, and McClellan, 34 yards on that play and to get the touchdown. And so Alabama scores first to get in the end zone, seven to nothing, 941 to go in the first quarter. I think we're a half hour into the game already at this point. It just was, uh, and then it's really sped up at that point. Michigan gets the ball back. Uh, Blake Corum on their second uh, possession. He gets a big 21 yard run. There was the fourth and one. Uh, Corum gets the easy first down, down to the Alabama 35-yard line. J.J. McCarthy's using his legs a little bit, getting mobile. And then he did something that Michigan has not done all year because at this point on this drive, this was a 10-play, 75-yard drive. Michigan was confusing the Alabama defense. They didn't didn't know what look they were in, and they end up throwing the ball, J.J. McCarthy, to Blake Corum. Blake Corum has scored more touchdowns than anybody in Michigan history. In fact, scored his uh, 25th rushing touchdown at the end of the game. That is an all-time school record. They have never thrown a touchdown to Blake Corum all year. Here they do. Blake Corum, his first touchdown reception of the season on an eight-yard pass. And, in fact, the play worked so well, there were two open receivers cutting over on the left side. And J.J. McCarthy just went with the lead guy in Blake Corum. So Michigan gets on the board, a five-minute drive. They've started to settle down. We're all tied at seven with four minutes and change to go in the first quarter. Alabama then gets the ball back. Curious play. It was on third down. Uh, Milrow is running, okay? And he slides. He slides like three yards early. I thought he could have had the first down. Slid, uh, again, the defense was confusing him and the looks on the secondary. They end up going three and out and punting the ball. Punter gets hurt for a minute there. Michigan ran into him, got away with a penalty. No question that they did. And uh, should have been running into the punter or roughing the punter, one of the something along those lines. And that's how we end up going into the second quarter. Um, And then uh, so Michigan's got the ball, but they don't do anything there. Still tied at seven. It was fourth and two. They punt the ball. They had a 15-yard penalty on that drive, too. Uh, Unnecessary roughness. Very unlike Michigan. They average like two penalties a game. So Alabama gets the ball now for the fourth time. We're still tied at seven. We're early in the second quarter. Uh, Milrow gets sacked back-to-back times. Um, the third time and fourth time of the game. One of them was Michael Barrett, a six-year senior for Michigan. And uh, But then on third 23, uh, Milrow has the draw run, but they end up punting the ball. And um, you know Jesse Minter's defense for Michigan at this point is really – suffocating Jalen Milrow up front. He's getting sacked. He looks confused. They're sitting back in a zone, so he can't like really run anywhere, and he doesn't get any good looks downfield. Michigan's defense has all the momentum in the game right now. Uh, and then on offense, Michigan, uh, for one of a couple of plays, uh, they bring in Alex Orgy, he, the backup quarterback, kind of a change of pace, big, strong guy, uh, kind of like Jalen Milrow, actually. In fact, Orgy pretended to be Milrow when they were on the practice squad, when they were, uh, you know, on the scout team getting ready for this game. But uh, Michigan goes three and out in there. I mean, these teams went back and forth from having momentum to going three and out. 
Uh, a lot of adjustments, uh, changes in momentum in this game. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Alabama gets the ball later. They ended up on a third and nine, and Michigan calls a timeout. Milrow runs uh, for one yard versus uh, the Michigan zone defense on a third and nine. Doesn't so the defense is still rolling. Alabama's got a punt again. Then this is when the first trick play comes for Michigan. This is in the first, the one in the first half. They do the double pass. It goes to Donovan Edwards. It's a backward pass. Or, I'm sorry. It goes to Edwards, and Edwards throws it back to J.J. McCarthy um, and, and almost almost throws it over his head. Uh, McCarthy has to get it, regroup, throw it, gets planted into, into turf. He's got all the grass all over his face mask. It was, it was, it was basically a, the fact that they uh, – the fact that they even completed the play. I had all that going on in the backfield. They still completed to Roman Wilson downfield. It was, uh, it was, where was it? Um, yeah, that was the play I'm, t- I'm thinking of. And then Tyler Morris, uh, 38 yard pass from McCarthy for the touchdown. Uh, that was a, just amazing, uh, momentum grabber for Michigan at that point. And it's with, uh, 349 to go in the half. It's an eight play, 83 yard drive for Michigan. Just incredible. They got the bad snap, the low snap on the kick. They missed the extra point. So they're only up 13, seven at that point. Uh, and then Alabama gets the ball and they answer Milrow to Isaiah Bond for 29 yards on the right side. It was a beautiful play. Isaiah Bond, you may remember his name in the Iron Bowl, was the one that caught that miracle pass on fourth and goal from the 31, fourth and 31 at the end of the game. And then uh, the Milrow goes a little no huddle, a little up tempo. Michigan does come in, get its fifth sack of the half at that point. So uh, things are looking pretty good for, for Michigan right there defensively. And Alabama has to settle for a 50-yard field goal at that point. It's a 10-play drive, but they settled for three, so the Michigan defense holds. Michigan still leads 13-10 to 10 at this point, and that's how we go into the half. So we got a lot um, going on at this point. It's a tight ball game. Teams still feeling each other out, changing the momentum. It's crazy. It's crazy. So what I want to do here, uh, we'll come back. I want to come back and talk about the second half, and of course, the overtime of this game. And we still have some other uh, Big Ten teams we want to mention later on, plus our tweets. So we got a lot going on here. And I'm going to read your comments that you got going on if you're watching live as well. So we are going to do all that as we continue right here on a live edition following the Rose Bowl, Michigan's overtime win over Alabama. A lot of interesting stuff coming up in the second half. That's next right here on Lockdown Big Ten. And of course, I want to tell you it is brought to you by FanDuel. And if you're um, if you haven't gotten on the board on board with FanDuel yet, you got to check out FanDuel. It is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, football season is winding down here, and it's time for you to get into the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is very easy, many different things you could do. They have live same game parlays, find bets in the new explore tab as well. Uh, you can make a parlay in the parlay hub, they got a hub just for parlays, and it's the best way to find the most popular parlays out there and more. And a tip for me again, if you do an NFL. Pay attention to who's still alive in the playoff hunt versus who may be resting players before you make your decisions on all of that. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, must be 21 or over. 
and present in select states. Of course, uh, FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gaming problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or, ne- or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050. For 24-7 support of Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. All right, so um, amazing. We just got kind of through the first half. I want to read some comments with what's going on here. Uh, Let me get uh, organized on the board and we will uh, get to your comments. Here we are. There's a couple of them coming in just off the top. Here, let's check it out. Um, how about that Paul Feinbaum from uh, Mike Chap? Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's always got a thing or two to say about the SEC. Loves the SEC, hates Jim Harbaugh. Going to be a tough day for him. Going to be a tough day for him. Um, <clears throat> George McLaughlin also talking about Paul Feinbaum. Going to have to talk about Harbaugh for another week. <laughs> And TC attorney checking in Michigan, shut up the uh, secondary and, uh, or the sec, I'm sorry. And many big 10 teams as well. They did look, they won the game. They won the game and you got to give them all the credit in the world for that. It was a hard fighting. I told you all week, I thought that this game was going to be 23, 20 either way. Kind of like who had the ball last we go into overtime 2020. And then the touchdown instead of a field goal. So very impressive day for for Michigan as well, and they get to live to play another day. Rumors about Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL will have to wait, maybe another week. I'm sure some of the rumors will still pop up uh, and uh, and be out there. I'm sure we'll discuss them here on Lockdown Big Ten. But let's continue on our on our uh, Lockdown Big Ten a live version here on a Monday night, New Year's Day, following the Rose Bowl. By the way, if you're brand new to us, we're out here. We have the video version here on YouTube and an audio version wherever you get your podcasts. The audio versions are available every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. You listen to them all day. And the video ones come out about 6 o'clock. But this one we're doing live. This will carry over into our uh, Tuesday as well. We are thrilled to have you. But if you're brand new or, hey, if you're one of our everydayers, thank you for helping us finish so strongly in 2023. Moving on to bigger things in 2024. Thanks to you guys here on Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. All right, let's pick it up at the half. Michigan's up 13-10, and right away, Alabama, they made uh, they made some adjustments at halftime. They were able to get to the outside edges of Michigan's defense a little bit. Now, they were also having a problem with some bad snaps. 
Milrow, Jalen Mil, uh, Milrow was having a hard time with the snaps. It was a big issue for them. A couple of they had a second and 23. They had a third and 29. That first drive in the second half, which is a disaster, they had to punt. But even though they had to punt, they were kind of putting Michigan in a deficit and playing the battle of field position. For example, on Michigan's first drive of the second half, they start out on their own 13-yard line. Uh, J.J. McCarthy did hook up with Cornelius Johnson for first down on the third and long right at the sideline. Remember, initially it was called incomplete, but they did determine he got his, his toe was stuck in the ground. It was a complete pass. Orgy comes back in for a quarterback play just to mix it up a little bit, but nothing happens. They end up having to punt after a pretty inaccurate throw by J.J. McCarthy at that point that was off the mark. Otherwise, I think they would have got the first down. Alabama gets the ball a second time after all the problems with the snaps. They go three and out. They have to punt. But again, Michigan starting on its own 11-yard line. Third down, incomplete pass to Samaj Morgan. Would have been a first down. Michigan has to punt. Now, Alabama gets the ball for the third time in the second half. Now they're on their own 45-yard line. Again, they are winning the battle of field position because Michigan is starting so far back, and now it's starting to pay off for Alabama. They're starting in midfield here. Milrow gets a nice chunk, uh, nice play for nine yards. Uh, Justice Hayes runs outside for eight yards. Uh, Milrow escapes the sack, almost sacked again. Boom, runs for the first down. Very frustrating for the Michigan defense at that point. And then Milrow finds Isaiah Bonds for first down to the 17 yard line. Now they did have a false start by Tyler Booker at that point. And then we go to the end of the third quarter already. We're now in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's just a classic battle, old kind of an old school big 10 type game, to be honest with you. Then that's when Jalen Milrow first play of the fourth quarter comes out, boom, 17 yard run to the Michigan three yard line. Jace McKellen gets the three yard touchdown. And all of a sudden, and that was their best drive of the day it was clearly the best drive of the day. And uh, now all of a sudden, Alabama's got momentum. Eight play, 55-yard drive. Uh, they take the lead 17-13. Now Michigan, you know, they're not down by three. They're down by four because they missed the extra point earlier. Do you know that was the first time Michigan trailed in the second half all year? That's how dominating of a year they have had. And then after Alabama gets all the momentum and they take the lead, what does Michigan do when they get the ball? Three and out, punt the ball. No offense. Now Michigan's offense is looking like uh, they're having trouble with the Alabama defense a little bit. Nothing vertical, really, at this point. Alabama gets the ball back. Milrow under pressure. And just, again, they got the momentum. They score. They stop Michigan. And what does Alabama do? Milrow fumbles the ball. He's, he's carrying it in the wrong hand. The defender's able to get it on the inside and knock it down. Michigan recovers. Boom, uh, all the momentum that Alabama had at that point early in the fourth quarter, it, it's over. Um, in fact, Michigan gets the ball. This is about 12.47 to go. They're right at the 49-yard line. Now, J.J. Uh, McCarthy finds Roman Wilson on a pass play. Then they then they had the botched flea flicker. Remember, uh, Corum uh, turned around and pitched it a little too early when he got to the line of scrimmage. J.J. You know, had to just drop on the ball. And um, James Turner, then uh, a 49-yard field goal, he doesn't make it. This is to draw him within one. So really, right when they kind of stopped Alabama's momentum, Michigan did not take advantage of it. Now Alabama's taking a breather here. I think that snap was a high snap. I think the timing was off just a hair on the kick, and it goes left on the 49-yard kick. So Alabama's still up 17-13 with 10-30 to go in the game. 
And then something I haven't seen all season, and I've seen all of Michigan's games, they start missing tackles, a lot of tackles. Jace McMillan is just bouncing off of people. Uh, and then people are getting outside on the edge on the Michigan defense, and they're not wrapping up. Never seen that all year. Haven't. Uh, I've watched them all year. Um, but then there's uh, the play. There's 12 men on the field. So, you know, Alabama's kind of shooting themselves in the foot at this point, or two, 12 men in the huddle before they broke. So uh, that was a momentum breaker. And then on third and nine for the 29, another sack, just like the old, the good old days in the first half. They get the sack with 520 to go. They hold, this is key here, they hold Alabama to a field goal. Will Richard, a 52-yard field goal. Had Alabama scored a touchdown there, probably would have been over. They hold them to a field goal, 441 to go, Alabama up 20-13. to 13. So Michigan's still in it, down by a touchdown. Um, they come back out on offense. They put Orgy in there as a decoy. Orgy and J.J. McCarthy in the same formation. That play doesn't really go anywhere. And Michigan's drive stalls. And it's fourth and two from the 33-yard line. Now, some people would say you're on your own 33. Punt it one more time. You got three timeouts. Others might say, you know, Milrow's kind of running up and down the field a little bit here. We're going for it. They're going for it. So they, uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh goes for calls. So we're going for it. And they got that wide open play to Corum uh, for 35 yards. He gets the first down. Uh, three minutes to go. There was a block in the back penalty at the end of the run. They had already gotten the first down, but they weren't as far downfield as they could have been. They're at the 50 yard line now. And uh, JJ McCarthy had the 15 yard run. I, by the way, where was the penalty for the late hit? JJ McCarthy ran out of after the 15 yard run, was so far out of bounds. He was, you know, how wide that white stripe is on the sideline. He was on the outside of it toward the, the Alabama uh, sideline and he got tackled there. Where's the late flag? I, I thought uh, poor, a poor job by the officials right there. They missed that one. That should have been another 15 yard penalty attacked onto all that. But never fear because J.J. McCarthy finds Roman Wilson on a first goal at the five-yard line. And then Blake Corum, he runs the ball. You knew he was getting the ball, didn't get in. And then J.J. McCarthy finds Roman Wilson. Boom. Touchdown. And uh, eight yard, eight plays, 75 yards, a three-minute drive. Now we're all tied. Slight problemo here. Still a minute 34 to go in the game. That's plenty of time. And now Michigan has to rely on uh, Jesse Minner's defense here. They do stop, uh, Michigan does stop Alabama with about 52 seconds to go and forces Alabama to then punt it back to Michigan with a little bit of time on the clock. But Michigan botched the punt. That's the second punt that they botched in this game. Inside the one, a safety wins the game. Everything wins the game at this point. Whew. So we go to overtime, all tied at 20. It was unbelievable. Alabama wins the toss. They choose to go on defense. Want to see what Michigan does first before, you know, and see how aggressive they would have to be. Uh, and when once Alabama got the ball, so Blake Corum, boom, you just see how far back he lined up um, on, in the backfield. He was like eight yards deep, takes the ball, gets nine. Um, and then the 17 yard run for the touchdown, breaking about three tackles and made five moves in the spin move and got into the end zone. His 25th rushing touchdown of the season, a Michigan record. And they're up 27-20 in overtime. Now Alabama gets its crack from the 25. There was a big tackle for loss by Graham. It was looking good. 
And but eventually Milrow he gets him down to the three yard line. And I, the, the timeouts were called on both sides. They were dragging this on forever. And I thought I I thought anything to the outside was going to be the riskiest play here. But Michigan's been the number one defense all year. If you if you told Michigan, hey, we're going to have a touchdown lead in overtime, Alabama with the ball on the three, and we're going to have to rely on our defense for a stop on one play. Who else would you want other than the Michigan defense? Right. And then on top of that, they were helped with all those timeouts and everything. The, the play call, the draw play, the run up the middle by Milrow, right into the teeth of the Michigan defense. I didn't understand that play call. I didn't like it at all for them. Great for Michigan because it was a layup to stop. And game is over. Michigan wins 27-20. They're going to the Natty, going to the national championship in Texas to take on the winner of the uh, Texas-Washington game, which is still scoreless. So keep it right here. Um, anyway, uh, that was just an amazing, amazing day. Let's take a look at a couple more comments here. As we are live on YouTube here on a Monday night. Let's see what else we have here. Um, let's see. More people ripping on Paul Feinbaum. Uh, Kellen says one more game. That's right. You live to play another day. One more game. Uh, let's see here. Lafayette says the Buckeyes. Uh, oh, this is a Buckeyes fan. This is the SEC still running their mouths. Are they? What for? <laughs> Yes, Kellen, special teams almost cost Michigan the game. Um, yes, they did. Let's see here. Uh, uh, Ray, check it in. Amazing. Another classic Rose Bowl. Yes, it was. Jive Patrol texting in. I knew we were going to win. Eh, no problem. No problem. Uh, no more. Here's a great game. Uh, let's see. What do you think will happen if Michigan gets caught cheating? Come on now. Come on, man. If they're national. Okay, I see. there's actually a legitimate question here. If the NCAA says with the, with the spy gate, will they take away? There's no way they'll take away a national championship. I don't think. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jai Patrol says, I love how Michigan shut up all the haters, including uh, Ryan Cooper. And uh, Roll Tide, where are they at? That's from B. And Go Blue, OMG, what a Rose Bowl. Go Blue from Ken Mack checking in. D Davis, why all the trick plays? Two of the three bombed. I agree with you. I agree that your strength, if you're Michigan, is punch them in the mouth, run it straight forward. The trick plays were they were almost a disaster. You're right. That is a good, good comment there. And uh Marcus uh, checking in, Ryan is my hero. I I think that's uh, <laughs> uh anyway. Yeah, somebody else, Ken agreeing with me. Running the quarterback draw to the teeth of the Michigan defense. It makes no sense. It really makes no sense. Um, I think Michigan was benefited with that uh, that play call by by Alabama there. So, like people will be, believe me, they'll be talking about that play call in Tuscaloosa forever. But anyway, thank you for all the uh, the comments coming in. We got uh, a lot of other stuff to talk about here, and of course, throughout the week, we'll be previewing the national championship with the Michigan Wolverines and uh, taking on either Texas or Washington. Looking forward to all that. Uh, two great storylines there. We will be keeping an eye on Michigan and Jim Harbaugh and any more stories from NFL super agent Don Yee, who he apparently hired this week. Maybe he's talking to teams out there while he's out there in Southern California. You never know. And we'll be all over that championship. I, I guess I'll tell you right now, uh, we'll go live next Monday after the championship too, since Michigan's going to be in it. I just, just thought of that. Of course we will. Anyway, love to hear what you think, and um, we'll get to some of the other uh, Big Ten teams as well that played 
in their bowl games or two other bowl games today, real quick, if I may, uh, Wisconsin had a shootout. You know, we've been waiting all year for the air raid with uh, with Wisconsin and Luke Fickle. Well, they finally had it today. They came up short against LSU, 35-31. Tanner Mordecai's last game for the Badgers. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke's coming to next year. Um, and, of course, LSU, they uh, they finished strong defensively. They had three sacks in a row at the end of the game, including a game-sealing fourth and 25 to wrap it up. The Badgers had the ball last but couldn't score. But Tanner Mordecai's numbers, 378 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions. Where was this guy all year? <laughs> That's more of like the air raid I think they wanted out of him. I didn't know he was capable of doing that this year. Unbelievable. Will Pauling, eight catches, 143 yards and two touchdowns. Bryson Green, seven catches, 105 yards and a touchdown. Where was it? This is the air raid that Luke Fickle promised. Badgers do finish seven and six, though, with a winning season despite the loss. And Iowa, Iowa looked like Iowa today uh, against Tennessee in the Citrus Bowl. No Joe Milton, the quarterback for Tennessee. It was uh, Nico Iama Leva at quarterback and running running back uh, Dylan Sampson rushing for well over 100 yards against the Iowa defense. Nobody rushes for 100 yards against the Iowa defense. 35 to nothing. Tennessee wins. Um, it still hit the under. I told you to take the under. It, the over-under was 36 or 36 and a half. Only 35 points, 35 nothing. Take the under with Iowa games no matter what. Deacon Hill had a poor day passing. Uh, a couple of interceptions, including a bad pick six. I uh, remember Cade McNamara is coming back next year. We got to look at uh, uh, Marco Lainez, the uh, freshman quarterback. Looks like he's got some mobility with his legs. I don't know about the passing yet. His team couldn't get anything going offensively. And as I always tell you, Iowa's punter, Tory Taylor, phenomenal. Uh, more 60-yard punts, more touchbacks, more kicks inside the 20. He was phenomenal. He'll be in the NFL. He'll be he was already declared. And, uh, of course, that was the last game for Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator for the Hawkeyes. What direction does Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeye, what direction do they go as far as offensive coordinator? I think they'll make an announcement here this week, to be honest with you. There were some rumblings about Paul Christ. Now I don't know. So we'll find out, uh, I think, as soon as this week, who their offensive coordinator will be. The Hawkeyes still finished 10-4, and four, applaud the year. It was a record. Ten, anytime you can win 10 games. I don't know a lot. Of, I know a lot of people were complaining about how they did it, but they did it. They got ten wins. Plus, we've got uh, we got uh, another signing period coming up in February. Here, uh, spring football is just two and a half months away, and of course, we'll have the spring games in April. So we're going to keep uh, continuing to cover all this stuff here on Lockdown uh, Big Ten, including some Big Ten basketball and all. And don't forget, we've got four new teams coming in. We're very excited about with USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. And if you haven't caught it already, maybe you're new to us. Uh, feel free to subscribe, by the way, and get in our Big Ten Club here. It's free. It's uh, absolutely free. Uh, but also the Lockdown Network has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Lockdown Sports Today. Uh, all of our shows air on that network. This show will air on it uh, regularly. So um, we got all that. Uh, and then also, since we're doing this live on a Monday night tonight, this will carry over into our, this will be our Tuesday show as well. And uh, on Tuesdays, again, if you're new, we like to do Tuesday tweets. We've grabbed a few tweets to share with you. We'll do all that. And of course, we'll have uh, a final word on all of that here. Just in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten.
Thanks for joining us here on a live version of Lockdown Big Ten. Michigan wins 27-20 over Alabama. Overtime at the Rose Bowl, the college football playoff. And, of course, they will take on the winner of Washington and Texas. And uh, Washington's up 7-0. Uh, but Texas is moving the ball. So, uh, But stay with us. We're just about done here today. I want to share a couple of things with you here. Uh, we always do our Tuesday tweets. It's always fun. I'm going to put it on the screen and you can look at this live here, or, or in full screen, I should say, if you're only on audio only. Uh, I'll describe them as best I can. This is a shot pregame of the Rose Bowl today. The Michigan helmet on the left, the Alabama helmet on the right at the 50-yard line at the Rose Bowl. That is from at Rose Bowl game. They tweeted that out. Can't ask for anything more. And uh, the game we got couldn't ask for anything more as well. Here's another one that they released. This was a sky shot of the sun rising there in Pasadena with the painted field all ready to go. It said it is game time, and it had hashtag go blue and hashtag roll tide. Elsewhere, we've got uh, this was a video. It is a freeze frame of a uh, video from uh, Clayton Safey. Uh, it's, it's a video of the Michigan bus rolling in. Underneath the arches of the Rose Bowl, the Michigan football team arriving early today, just a few hours ago. A lot of this is from the pregame stuff. And this is from at Barstool Sports. Uh, Blake Corum coming off the Michigan bus, the Michigan running back who uh, who had the winning touchdown. He um, He's rocking a, a, a Pro Bowl Barry Sanders jersey. How about that? That is, uh, that is very cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, this oh this is a shot of JJ Mc, uh, McCarthy. A lot of people tweeted this out. This is from Alejandro. Wanted to give him credit for for tweeting this out. But it's a picture of um, JJ McCarthy, quarterback of the Michigan Wolverines. As you know, if you follow Michigan, he uh, does a lot of meditation, uh, a lot of a lot of Zen stuff. And so he comes out. He's barefoot. He got a hoodie over his head. And just uh, sitting cross-legged underneath the goalpost at the Rose Bowl this morning for a little quiet time and a little meditation beforehand. Apparently it worked because he seemed like he was pretty cool under pressure today, if you ask me. <laughs> let's see what else we got. We got a bunch of these here today. And uh, let's see. Here's one. Oh, this is a picture of Blake Corum, uh, the hero today for Michigan. Now, this, this picture is not from today. This was several games ago. You know, he had a gash in between his eyes, and then it kept getting reopened week after week. Um, but this is from uh, Lance at Patriot, right? Michigan versus everybody. Hashtag go blue and hashtag beat Bama. Uh, hashtag bet Blake Corum. Here is a picture from at Michigan alumni. And this is Rich Eisen um, from uh, the NFL Network. And of course, uh, he does his own radio show as well. But uh, here he is saying, because it's Michigan versus everybody on Monday, everybody is Alabama. Go blue. Rich Eisen, class of 90. Checking in on that. Here is uh, one from at Bearded Hawkeye. Says this was before the game, obviously. I'm 46 years old, and I'm just as excited to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes play in a New Year's Day bowl game as I was when I was eight years old. I will never grow tired of this. Go Hawks. Well, absolutely. It's a great feeling. Unfortunately, the Hawkeyes did not do too well and didn't score today, but I get the pregame excitement, Sean. Absolutely. And um, here is one from at Big Ten Football. It was a picture before uh, before the game today with a Rose Bowl shot, the Rose logo, Jim Harbaugh and Blake Corum and J.J. McCarthy superimposed over that uh, for the big game. Uh, this was earlier this morning. And, oh, this is one. On, okay, so this is from at, uh, at Bus and WTB. 
This is a picture of Nick Saban. This is a couple of years ago when there was the quarterback controversy. Was it going to be Jalen Hurts? Was it going to be Tua? Maria Taylor asked him again, hey, uh, after this game, are you going to decide which way to go? And he, he bit her head off. He, he, he's very unpleasant. He actually called her and apologized afterward. But it's that picture of an angry Nick Saban uh, with the with the script uh, from the wife. Hey, can you do some things around the house today instead of watching college football and drinking all day here on January 1? And, uh, and this is the me response, the you response, biting somebody's head off like, nope. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. This is from at Swanky Wolverine earlier today. Here's Homer Simpson all dressed up in Michigan garb, checking the clock every minute. I have to admit, I did that as well today. Kept waiting to get. Wow. When is 5 o'clock Eastern going to get here? Here is from a former Indiana coach, Tom Allen, now the defensive coordinator at Penn State. He's got a new Twitter handle, at Coach Allen PSU. Instead of LEO, it's hashtag we are and a happy new year. Good luck to Tom Allen. Uh, as you know, I'm an Indiana alum, and there's not a single alum that would ever say a bad thing about him. Love the guy. Um, so we wish him well. There was a lot of heat for the Buckeyes after their performance in the Cotton Bowl on Twitter. I had to share some of it. If you're a Buckeye fan, I'll allow you to check out early here. I, you can leave class early. Uh, but it was out there. Uh, here is the Buckeye mascot banging a drum saying, we're going to hang three on them. That comes from the quote, from Ryan Day, his first year beat Michigan. He said, next year we're going to hang 100 on Michigan. And, of course, they haven't won since against Michigan. And they only scored three points in the Cotton Bowl. He says, we're going to hang three on them. Kind of funny, unless you're a Buckeye fan. Here's some more anti-Buckeye fan from at uh, Sharp Coot Co. Uh, Ryan Day calling Ryan McCord in the parking lot. This, of course, is a picture of Bradley Cooper in the movie Hangover when they realize they've just messed up. <laughs> calling Ryan Day, or calling uh, Kyle McCord, I should say. And here is one from at uh, Carrie Lynn, a picture of Urban Meyer at the Cotton Bowl on his way to coach the Ohio State special teams. Offer a few suggestions. So, uh, and then here, okay. At the, I'm sorry, Buckeyes fans. These were all over my feed. I had to, I had to share some of them with you. This is Ryan Day after the Notre Dame game, when all of a sudden he had heard in, earlier in the week that that uh, Lou Holtz, the former Notre Dame coach, said that Ryan Day and the Buckeyes never win big games; they get out toughed. And he just Ryan Day just had his nicest win of the season. And the first thing he does in the post game on NBC is, "Where's Lou Holtz now? Who, you know." Well, here's the caption. I would like to know where Cal McCord is right now. Oh, by the way, speaking of Lou Holtz, I want to know where Ryan Day is right now. <laughs> uh, oh, here's from uh, at the block spot from Sam. Aaron Nolan, picture of Aaron Nolan. This is the new recruit that Ohio State is bringing in. Supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country. We'd be very excited to have him. Aaron Nolan might start day one at Ohio State. And here is at College Sports Only. It is a picture of Ryan Day on fire with Lou Holtz watching in the kitchen. Lou Holtz watching Ryan Day's hot seat turn into an inferno. Yes. So, all right. There you have it. There's the fun. There are the tweets. We always do that on Tuesday tweets. Again, if you are new to us and just discovering us today, thank you very much. And let's see if we have any new comments coming in here before we part ways. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> 
Uh, here are the chants. You know, they always chant SEC, SEC. Here are the Big Ten, Big Ten. If you go back to my very first podcast that I when I took over this channel in June, I said the thing that I always impressed upon me when I would go to SEC games, even if they were in championship games, they would always do the SEC chant. I said the passion is just as big in the Big Ten. It absolutely is. So I love that from CA texting in Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Ten. Um, unreasonable things. Georgia should be embarrassed losing to this trash Bama team. Look, I don't think they were a trash team. I do think they were an incomplete team, but I do not think they were a trash team. I think they were very good. Um, he says they're exposed. And, um, uh, Dr. Detroit says now Bama got beat bad. Michigan's mistakes kept this close. That is true. You think about it. Michigan missed a field goal. Michigan missed an extra point. Michigan had a couple of botched trick plays. Uh, they they botched two punts on the receiving end. Yeah. Eliminate all that. Michigan probably does beat them by a, a much bigger score, but they didn't. And it was a heck of a ball game. Ken checking in. Go blue forever. And uh, Red Panda says, who do you think is going to win between Texas and Washington? I like Washington. I'm, big, I'm a big Michael Penix fan. Um, I like I like Washington. By the way, the game is tied at seven with five thirty-five to go in the first quarter. We'll uh, wrap it up here so you can watch that. I want to watch it too, and then we'll figure out who's going to play Michigan for the national championship. Okay, and uh, that game will be in one week, and we're all looking forward to all of that. Um, in the meantime, hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you're new, check us out every weekday. And uh, we usually are first thing in the mornings and uh, we go live after special events, usually on a Saturday after a big game, but tonight's Monday night. We'll do it again next Monday. Many ways for you to interact with me. Catch me on Twitter or X at TalkBig10Number10. number 10. Also here on YouTube with comments. And don't forget our website, TalkBig10Number10.com. A lot of cool stuff on there for you to check out. If you haven't yet, please be uh, feel free to subscribe. And follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. You get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it's available each and every day. And also don't forget our Lockdown Sports Today on uh, YouTube, the 24-7 streaming channel that the Lockdown Network has as well. Anyway, we'll be back. We'll be start previewing Michigan and either Washington or Texas sooner than later. All that uh, coming up. And I always appreciate you checking in. Happy New Year to you. I thank you if you've been with us through this whole time. Certainly appreciate it. If you're brand new, welcome aboard. I'm Craig Sheeman for a live version of Locked On Big Ten.